Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What is going on, my people? Three and Out Podcast. I'm John Middlecoff. You guys are here for the podcast. Appreciate everyone showing up. And luckily, a large percentage of the, the of the NFL is on summer vacation. Some of us, me, I'm sure many of you, we had to work. You know, we, we don't get 35, 40 days off. Luckily, there's enough going on. I, I can have some takes on some topics that are out there in the football world. Russell Wilson, something crystallized to me over the weekend that I wanted to hit on today. And then just a bunch of other little topics that we will fire through. Of course, Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. You fire up in those DMs and we'll talk about it here. If you listen on Colin's podcast feed, I also have one. John Middlecoff, three and out. I would greatly appreciate it if you listen there. Subscribe and listen to that feed if you like the show. Also, anyone that's left a review, I tip my hat. Apple iTunes, leave a review. I greatly appreciate it. Keeps us uh, keeps us in business. Keeps some food on the table. Not, you know, not Ruth Chris, not Fleming's, just, you know, McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. But, hey, man, I, beggars can't be choosers. I'll eat it. I actually had Chick-fil-A on Friday. And, and for, I talked about the mob last week. My obsession with the mob. Someone DM'd me, said, you gotta watch Operation Odessa. Watched it. Awesome. Highly recommend it. I think it was on Apple TV is where I watched it. I actually paid like $7.99 to watch it. It was well worth it. Operation Odessa. Whoever DM'd me that, tip my hat. 
awesome documentary. Russian mob, uh, Pablo Escobar, FBI, submarines, cocaine, sweet. <laughs> uh, exotic car dealer, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Thanks for the recommendation. And keep them coming. Keep them coming. I actually just started watching Ted Lasso. Very funny. Very funny. I honestly didn't even know I had Apple TV. Got a television for my room. I've never had a television in my room since I've been adult. Because, like, I, I in theory, I'm like, I'm going to read when I go to bed. I never end up reading. I just ended up bringing my iPad in. So, like, probably six months ago, I put a TV on the wall. And, yeah, I just got with the times. The great part is you don't even need a cable box. Right? They have this thing called smart TVs. Not that I didn't have smart TVs in my other room, but I still have regular cable, so I don't necessarily use them besides like Netflix. This one, my Comcast just goes right to my television. I just downloaded an app. It's freaking incredible. Uh, maybe I won't have Comcast too much longer unless they want to be a sponsor on the podcast, then I'm more than welcome to keep them rolling. Russell Wilson. This happened late last week. I didn't see it till this weekend, and I just said, ugh, had to shake my head. Now listen, I've lived on the West Coast now his entire career. I have a ton of admiration for him as a player. I think Russell Wilson is an all-time great player. In a weird way, I think he's even now an underrated player. He is, I mean, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But he said something that caught my attention. And he told the media last week that he never requested a trade. Even though... His agent told Adam Schefter, well, Russell's not requesting a trade. If they do trade him, here are the four teams he'd want to go to. Remember, it was like Dallas, the Bears, Vegas, and the Saints, maybe? I I can't even remember the four teams. But he listed four teams. It's like, honey, I don't necessarily want a divorce, but if we get one, I'm either going to date Jennifer, Megan, or Julie. So just be prepared. If you want to go our separate ways, I'm coming after your friends. (laughs) And uh, I think two of them will have me, right? They've seen my W-2s doing pretty well. You, there is an element. How can I say this? I despise fake people. I I, I despise really the fake world that we're living in. I, I think you see it a lot, definitely in my business with the media. Uh, the group think that you get on social media. People talk unlike they act. It's become very, very fraudulent. It's become like everyone is just walking on eggshells with what they're saying. It's like, just be real. Like, there's a difference with being a bad person and just giving your real opinions or your real feelings. I, I, I try to hang my hat on authenticity. I try to surround myself with authentic people. Uh, it's why I think politicians rub the majority of human beings the wrong way. I say this all the time. Most human beings are not that political. We're not left. We're not right. Most humans have the same desires. They want to have a good job. They want to have a healthy family. They want their kids to grow up, have food on the table, have a home, have their kids go to school, have good friends. Like the majority of human beings have the same beliefs, have the same desires, yet politically we're constantly ripped apart for various reasons, right? That are usually led by corporations, which again, I'm pro-corporations, I'm pro-business, pro-the private sector, but it can get very fraudulent. I think we all see some of these commercials on TV. It's like, who? what are we doing here? 
but people are very, very afraid to offend. And it's almost like people think that everything they see on social media is like most people think. It's just not the case. And I think Russell Wilson has fallen into this like corporate persona. And, and listen, I've never met the guy. I was uh, I, When I was scouting, people loved him. And, and I, I do believe like Russell is a very, very good human. Like I, I do believe he stands for like internally behind closed doors, the right things. But I think this image that he puts on He puts so much effort behind that image. He's terrified to come off anything that will offend anyone. It's like, Russell, just come out. You were pissed off at Seattle, and you fucking told them to trade you. You did not want to be there any longer. Instead of tiptoeing around like, I don't want to go, but here are the four teams. Like, BS. You wanted things done differently than they were done before. Even though I pushed back, like, Russell doesn't get that much better, bro. You've won from day one there. They do everything humanly possible to get sweet players. Is it always going to work? Of course not. They have taken several swings at star players. They just, they've drafted pretty well, right? It's like, oh, middle cop, what are you talking about? DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Carson. Now, is your offensive line perfect? No. Are you the easiest quarterback to protect? No. Did you benefit a lot early on in your career from a great defense and a great run game? Yes. Did your stardom grow because of what they had equipped for you to land? Of course. Do you aspire to be like Tom Brady? Maybe, but here's what I know about Tom Brady. He's never requested a trade. You basically shit on your entire offensive line this offseason. You can claim you didn't. You did. We all saw it. But your corporate mumbo-jumbo, you can come back. I didn't say that. No, these guys are humans. They, They know what was going on. Do you notice that Tom Brady's Instagram... Someone DM me this the other day. Like, we need Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Let's stop comparing them to Tom Brady. Go to Tom Brady's Instagram. Check out his stories. Little circle at the top of the Instagram. Click on that. Do you know what the majority of his stories are? Teammates, offensive linemen, wide receivers, linebackers, corners, his coaching staff. He's always propping up other people. And he's been like that since New England, obviously. But he was like that with McCordy, with Slater, with Gronkowski, with... Whoever, whoever he plays with, it's always about someone else. And let's face it, Russell puts on this corporate image. Like, it's a little bit about you, Russell, which is fine. I'm selfish as well. Most people listening are. But to come out and claim that, like, you know, you just got caught up in this media storm is very, very disingenuous. Your agent, who in a million years would never, ever say anything to ruin the relationship with his client. Why? Because Russell Wilson is a cash cow. Anyone listening to this, in sales, in any business you're in, if you are in a partnership or a business relationship with a cash cow, someone that is very lucrative for you, your company, your life, do you know what you don't do? Ever screw up that relationship. So when his agent gave those four teams, that came from Russell Wilson. He didn't just pull that out of the sky and be like, I bet Russell would like to play for these four teams. No, that was Russell's words. He just used the agent as basically like, you know, an umbrella, as a uh, as like a wall, as a separator. No, Russell, you, we could, Adam Schefter, who I'm buddies with, I like Adam Schefter, could have easily just wrote, Russell Wilson would like to, Russell Wilson says he wants to go to one of these four teams. 
if him and Seattle can't figure out their quote-unquote differences. But I, I, I just think people have a problem. And Rodgers kind of acts like this too. I said it when he went on with Kenny Mayne. You cannot talk shit about your organization halfway and kind of tiptoe around it and resonate with us normal people. Now, you can if you're very image conscious and you don't want your fan base to get mad at you, but I think we're educated enough as sports fans, as people that follow this league, as people that follow the dynamics of these athletes. Like, we get it, bro. Just come out and say you hate them. Here's the problem. Same with Russell Wilson. They can't actually give the details because it's not going to resonate with us. We're going to be like, wait, you you wanted them to do something else? Well, what was the other thing? Well, I don't know, but just get a better player. So just say that your right guard sucks. Say it. I dare you. You won't. You Gudikins, like what? What is it, Aaron? He he's he's looks at you funny? Or is it just all about Jordan Love? Just come out and say it. But they never will in a million years. They have this corporate image, they have this team, and there's just like this separation that they, you know, they they always like to be protected. They have this like halo around them that's that's just they're untouchable. You know, JJ Watt battled this for a while. And it's like, I actually think J.J. has got much more normal over the years. Russell's the worst. Rodgers is somewhere in the middle. And I'm not acting like Tom Brady is not corporate, but he has a much more human side to him, even with kind of his whole weird TB12 thing. It always feels like, you know, he's just one of the guys. I think anyone that's played with Russell would say, yeah, he's not really one of the guys. And then he tries to act like he's your friend, but he'll be the first to throw you under the bus. And then be like, well, actually, I didn't say it. My agent said it. No, you said it because your agent would never utter utter a word publicly on record without you giving the thumbs up. But to claim that you didn't ask for a trade, I mean, can you imagine if you looked at your girlfriend or wife and be like, uh, you know, kind of during a rough patch, said, listen, if we're going to break up, just know that uh, that I'm going to start dating Jennifer immediately. That's where I want to be. <laughs> it would be over. Now, obviously, business is different than personal relationships, but that's kind of what he's saying here. And it's why it's just hard for us. And, and I am I am as Russell Wilson as a football defender as you can get. To me, he's like the Steve Young of this generation. He's a elite player. But some of the stuff around him, it's like, Russell, you are an exhausting human to, to follow just as like a fan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? 
is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash 
Active Cash. <laughs> Something happened on Friday night that crystallized into my brain. And I came to the conclusion that in the foreseeable future, the next five, eight years, I think the NFL, and just football in general, but the National Football League, is going to widen the gap of interest relative to the other professional sports. I'm sitting there on my couch. I may or may not have had a couple edibles, enjoying my you know Friday afternoon. I'm a sucker for an elite pitcher mowing batters down. I, Tim Lincecum's one of my favorite baseball players ever. Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, Greg Maddox. I'll watch any top flight ace, Max Scherzer, you name it. Verlander in his prime. Shove. And just put batters back into the dugout. It's awesome. I am a sucker for that. Jacob deGrom, who's having a historic year. The San Diego Padres, who are loaded. He's mowing them down. Mow, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. They can't touch him. Six innings goes by, 80 pitches, he comes out of the game. Now, immediately I change the channel. It's like, well, you've lost the viewer here. John Middlecoff in California watching a Mets game immediately changed the channel. Now, after the game, DeGrom says that he felt something in his elbow or shoulder or whatever, precautionary reason, which I'm going to believe what is being said. But anyone that follows baseball knows starting pitchers now go five or six innings. That You are not expected to go eight or nine, no matter how many pitches you have, no matter how well you're pitching. You've watched in the playoffs. The GMs, let's face it, a lot of these guys now are Ivy League elites, run the sport. And I said, I've been saying it for a long period of time. Professional sports are in the entertainment business. They are competing. They are a television show. It's reality television show. That is what pays the bills. And football, by a mile, has the most urgency to every single one of their events, which are mainly football games, right? Now they have the draft and free agency, but in terms of their, the main property they have are games. And they obviously baseball and basketball. As we've seen in baseball, the, the sport is double the length of, of basketball, and they don't even care to entertain you in the sense of they will do whatever they want to do to win. The, the general managers and the front offices, which is their prerogative. But I think we all agree, baseball used to be way more popular and it looks completely different now. Basketball, we have enough information to know that management and the players detest the regular season. They find the regular season irrelevant. And you know who else has agreed with them? The consumer. And I, I, I tweeted this out on Friday night just because I was like, what is going on? I hope these leagues do not forget that they are in the entertainment business. That is where the money comes. And the NFL knows this. Now they get lucky. No player on God's green earth who's ever played football on any level, high school, college, or the pros, wants to miss a game. The games, unless you're like a sicko like Brady or Ray Lewis, are the only fun part. Studying film, lifting, practicing, getting up early all week, staying up late, getting ready for the game plan. Football is hard preparing for the game. What did Ray say? You pay me Monday through Saturday. Sundays are for free. In basketball, like they don't even like playing the games. 
until they quote unquote matter. But the problem is the inventory of a sport, you need the regular season to matter. Look at college basketball. They're a one month a year sport. When I was a kid in the 90s, it was four or five months. It was what college football is now. And college football still has this. Every game matters. You have to watch. Even in the NFL, technically, every game doesn't matter. But as we've talked about on this show for years, when I go into a game, I know your star players are going to play unless they are injured. In basketball, they're like, yeah, he just he's just taking the day off. In baseball, they're like, yeah, I know he's humming. He's got 70 pitches and he's the best pitcher in baseball. But, you know, we're going to take him out of the game. Long season. Understandable from the general manager's seat. The problem is the general managers who now run baseball and basketball do not align with the fan. And the fan pays for everything. And without the fan, professional sports would not exist. The only reason pro sports exist right now because they are a cash cow. They print money because people watch and attend. If that ever drops off, And in the other two sports, it has. In the football, it's gained fans over the years. The moment that changes, your sport is in trouble. It's why when we talk about NBA ratings, it is a big deal when they keep dropping down and down and down. That is what pays the bills. Baseball's become much more regional, but we all can admit it's nowhere near as popular as it once was. I'm an outlier. I will watch a random baseball game. I will watch... Clippers Jazz. Most of my friends will not. People will watch the Jags play the Texans on a Thursday night. They just will. It's proven over and over and over again that 14 million people show up for that game. They can't get 3 million people to watch an NBA playoff game. Not because the guys aren't trying hard now. It's because they've lost the consumer during the regular season. You can't just expect the guy to flip the switch as a fan. Where in football... And they're lucky. The, the, the setup of the sport, one game a week. Games matter, right? There is just every guy, for the most part, you may lose a game, but it's pretty rare to be like, you know, nobody played hard. You turn on basketball games all the time. People are just laying an egg. In baseball, my, my partner on the other show, Guy Haberman, who's called Major League Baseball games, has always said this. Baseball effort is hard to decipher, But if you watch a team who gets one hit, it looks like they don't try. So if you're a fan of a team that can't hit, you're like, God, this sucks. They're not even trying. Even though they might be, they just can't hit. The greatest advantage for football moving forward, and this is why I think they'll keep running circles around these other leagues, is their regular season is always going to matter. Every game is always going to matter. Their star players are always going to play. You'll never be like, you know, uh, down a touchdown, we just, week six, We just got to pull Patrick Mahomes out in the third quarter. Keep him fresh for week 12. Not the way it works, right? You'll never get, you know, it's it's week 10. We're seven and three. We're just going to give Julio Jones, Tannehill, and Derrick Henry the day off. Rest day. I know we're playing the Texans. You know why? You could lose to the Texans. We see it all the time. And you can't afford one loss in the NFL might be the difference of not making the playoffs. But I'm sitting there locked into watching Jacob deGrom. And again, he, something might have tweaked, but it is very symbolic to everything that happens in baseball now. Guys do not go eight innings. They don't throw complete games. I immediately change the channel. 
immediately change the channel. If that was football, the equivalent, and I again, it's they're different sports. The equivalent of Jacob Degrom is a Mahomes, is a Russell Wilson. No fucking chance he's coming out of the game. That's why we don't change the channel. <laughs> Wanted to go around the league like we've been doing the last uh, really several months, I guess, maybe after the draft, and just hit on some little topics and things that I saw over the weekend or today on Monday. One thing that definitely made the rounds was Mark Murphy, the CEO and president of the Green Bay Packers. Unique role because most presidents for NFL teams, I I know just the the 49ers have Al Guido, uh, you know, the Niners have, or excuse me, the Eagles. I know Don Smolinski. These are just a couple guys I know. Any, you know, NFL team that you follow, you, you might know your team president. I think Joe Ellis is one, maybe the the Broncos. They're usually focused on the business side, selling corporate suites, just, you know, money, sponsorships, cash for their owner, and they they make, you know, seven-figure living. Like, it's it's an elite job. Basically, the CEO of a team. But they actually don't have anything to do with football. It's what makes Murphy's job unique with the Packers is he's kind of in charge. Gudikins and LaFleur do answer to him. And he called Rodgers a complicated fellow, which, let's face it, most human beings are complicated fellas. Most guys. Uh, I think we definitely could call girls or females complicated uh, ladies, right? We're all complicated. I don't even think that's necessarily a shot. But given everything that's going on and how viral everything goes, even if you're just talking to season ticket holders or just a group of people, things get out like, have a clue. This, listen, I don't think it's that big of a deal, big picture, but like, what are you doing, bro? Come on. Use some restraint. I get anyone on stage, whether you're giving a best man speech, whether you're giving a commencement speech, whether you're talking to 10 partners in a business, you want to impress. You want to throw a couple zingers. That is also human nature. You want to be, you know, a big swing and you know what, on stage and impress people. Make them laugh, make them impressed. This is not the time. Rodgers, the best asset in the history of your modern day franchise, even better than Favre. Uh, right there, probably Reggie White, but Reggie was a free agent. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you have a you have a tenuous, explosive situation. Newsflash, keep your mouth shut. When it comes to Aaron, just... It, it sucks, but like, yeah, it's not something I'm going to comment on right now, given the, given the standing of the situation, <laughs> given where we're at with our quarterback. I'm just, I'm going to leave that one alone, guys. You guys all know we want him back. Maybe Murphy doesn't. Maybe Murphy's tired of him. But to use Ted Thompson, who is deceased, as an example of the guy that called him a complicated fella, I saw someone on social media made this remark. It's kind of unfair because it's not like Ted Thompson can come to the defense or say, I didn't say that or did say that. Honestly, it's it's pretty dumb. It, it was a mistake for Murphy. And I also read today that LaFleur, because last week I said that I think they need to get a sit down. I guess they've already done that. Uh, LaFleur and Gudikins. It is a tough situation those guys are in. Whether Gudikins created it, whether he didn't, I don't know. Like what I said with Russell Wilson, like Aaron, come out and say it or else we're just going to keep guessing. Maybe he likes that. But Murphy, bro, just just stay quiet. 
Like it just this this is not the time to come in with your opinions on the situation. Stefan Gilmore is not at Patriot mandatory minicamp. Complicated situation. He's going to be a free agent after this year. He wants a new contract. He's been a defensive player of the year. He's been one of the best corners in the league. If not given a year, might have been the best corner in the league. You know, 18, 19. Last year he got hurt. Wants a new big contract. Here's the problem. He's going to be 31 this season. I would say in the history of the league, non-quarterback, you should never be in the business of giving a high-end player a high-end third contract. I have no problem, and neither does Bill Belichick, giving elite players second contracts. People are always like, Belichick never gives any money. He doesn't. Sign Logan Mankins. Sign Richard Seymour. Sign Rob Gronkowski. Signed, you know, Devin McCourty. Hightower. He signed a lot of second contracts to guys. He will never sign third contracts. Gilmore is not going to be on the Patriots after this year. The question is, do they trade him now? But if you're another GM, do you feel comfortable with a skill guy coming off a major injury, I think it was a torn quad, giving him a multi-year guaranteed contract? And when you're talking about an elite Pro Bowl level guy, this is not $20 million guaranteed. He's going to want, I don't know, $20 million a year. So it's, I'm a Stephon Gilmore guy, but I, I think the history of the league tells us you should never, ever be in the business of any non-quarterback giving third contracts at premium numbers away. I got no problem signing third contracts to guys at a lower number, at a team-friendly cap space, but not, I can't break the bank. That is poor business. That is, for every one that you're going to hit on, you're going to miss on five. It is a risk, a, a proposition that I would not be in the business of if I was a general manager. Clearly, the, the ball is rolling down the hill, the avalanche of momentum for the 12-team playoffs. Of course, this was inevitable. There is, do you know where 14 playoff has been cool? Do you know what would be way better? Eight. Do you know what would be better than eight? Twelve. Do you know what would equal more money? More teams, more fan bases. It's not like all these new fan bases are going to come. I think I talked about it last week. Like We have a general idea of the 20 to 25 teams that are going to be in the mix every year. And really, four or five of the teams are going to make the 12-team playoff every single time. But if you're a fan of Oregon, if you're a fan of Washington, if you're a fan of Texas, if you're a fan of Florida, your team is definitely more likely to be in the mix every couple years with a 12-team playoff. Plus, there's just more money. The more money, more marketable, means more money for the players now that, you know, name, image, and likeness is out there. It, this is, I would say this is a borderline lock by the end of this year to be official. And I think we just start next year. We're probably going to have to do four teams this year, but I would be on 12 by next year. Start rocking and rolling. That's that's what the people want. Because guess what? We'll watch. 1,000%. It will rate. It will get viewers. It will get eyeballs. Le'Veon Bell. People kept DMing me like, Middlecoff, what's your opinion on Le'Veon Bell's comments? I don't care. If I was in Le'Veon Bell's shoes and I made one of the worst financial decisions in the history of the league, I am $14 million poorer because I took the advice of my agent, of my team, and of myself to sit out my second franchise tag for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was $14 million I will never get back. We've all made a poor business decision in our life, right? 
sold a stock too early, sold a home too early, uh, bought something at too high. But for most human beings, even if you make your worst financial decision is not the end of the world, right? $14 million. I don't care how much money you've made. And listen, he was a second round pick. So it's not like he got huge. It's not like he was a top 12 pick. So he didn't really make money till that. This was, he only got one contract and it was $27 million guaranteed from the Jets. And unlike quarterbacks and unlike a lot of wide receivers and tackles and linebackers, they cut him by year two. So the only money he saw was the guaranteed cash. So instead of having the $27 million and $14 million, do the math. So he's he's pissed. He's petty. Uh, I understand it. Now, is he wrong? Of course. Like, Le'Veon, you're not any good. Because your decision not only cost you a lot of money, you got worse at football. You took a year off, came back, and you were dramatically worse. I had a, I had a pro scouting buddy that texts me, I love Le'Veon Bell. So did my friends in the league. They're like, you know what's sad? He looks slower. He looks like a different player. This was year one for the Jets. And they don't evaluate, like when you're in the league, you're not, you're not just totally like, you know, it's the offense's fault, Adam Gase's fault. They're just judging the player in a vacuum. He got worse. Because you know why? Iron sharpens iron. You can't take a year off in the NFL when you're 27, 28 years old. You can't take a year off in any pro sport and expect to come back better. That's not the way it works, especially at running back. The position where the tread on the tires, Le'Veon wasn't fast to begin with. So if he lost half a step, that is a dramatic uh, problem for that individual player, right? Like if Julio Jones loses a quarter of a step, like whatever, he's still bigger than every DB, he's stronger than every DB, he'll be able to make up for it in ways. If Le'Veon Bell loses half a step, I hate to say it, he's fucked. And clearly, the Chiefs got him. Andy's as open-minded with any with players as any coach in this modern-day game. Like, the coach in my backyard, Kyle Shanahan, is the opposite. I'm a Kyle Shanahan guy, but he is not open-minded when it comes to players. Not at all. He wouldn't touch a guy like Le'Veon Bell once he you know gets the boot from the Jets. He doesn't do that. Andy's, when it comes to players as open-minded and as liberal with talented guys, whatever. If you can play, come on in. He'll play you. Le'Veon stinks. He's not any good. And he only has himself to blame. Now, ultimately, maybe his agent gave him the advice. Maybe his mom gave him the advice. Maybe whoever gave him the advice. We all had, it was his decision. He agreed to do it. And the media, God, they championed him. Take it against the man. Le'Veon Bell against the Steelers. Yeah. Sit out the year. You show them, Le'Veon. Pro player. You know, the pro player Twitter media is like, woohoo! $14 million he'll never get back. And then when he did come back, he sucked. And the two years he had to come back for, he had to play for the Jets. Good choice, bro. Good move. I'd probably hate Andy Reid, too, if I you know, my NFL career sputtered out and fell off a cliff. That Good idea, too. Tweet that out or Instagram that out. Every team in the league, wait, oh, you know, the hundreds of players that haven't got along with Coach Reed. I bet every team in the league, like, oh, yeah, let's bring on Le'Veon Bell in. Nope. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted 
to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. 
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram handle. You fire in the DMs and you get your question answered here on the show. Uh, also put all this, all the podcast material up on YouTube, just under my name, John Middlecoff, all the three and out stuff. And definitely once football starts back up after you know this next month and a half or whatever training camp, I'll have separate videos up there as well. And uh, who knows? Just keep keep the content flowing on uh, on the YouTube and obviously here on the podcast. From Alexander, love the pod up here in Canada. Wondering why you think everyone overlooks Mike Evans when he has more career touchdowns than Hopkins, Kelsey, Julio, Keenan Allen, and Ty Hilton, and he was drafted after all of them. Not to mention he's had at least a thousand yards every year since being drafted, so he's more consistent. Great question. I I, I don't know. You know, if he had played with Tom Brady his whole career, I think he would be viewed like Keenan Allen or Devontae Adams. I, 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 you know, I, that's a great question. I think Mike Evans is a star. I think everyone in football values the guy. You know, sometimes your market dictates how big of a star you are, how many times you've been in the playoffs. You know, that was Mike Evans' first ever time in the playoffs. Julio's been in an NFC Championship game. He's been in a Super Bowl. Devontae obviously played in a lot of big games with the Packers. They're just a big national team. This was Mike Evans' first year. I mean, people in fantasy know. And I mean, football fans know, but it's just the marketing machine that is for playoff teams is different. So I think Mike Evans' popularity is going to go dr- grow dramatically. But I don't think he cares. Like I, I, I've followed him for a long time, and I think he's kind of low-key. Dude's a baller. I, I'm with you. I, I, I love Mike Evans. Top five wide receiver in the NFL, 100%. Do you think Jerry Jones regrets not hiring Urban Meyer instead of McCarthy? Uh, well, McCarthy was a disaster last year. I, I don't know if Urban was open-minded to taking a job last year, uh, if he wanted several years off, but there's way, I mean, let's face it, there's no pressure with the Jags. I mean, if he fails, like whatever, he failed with the Jags, they always fail. They suck. You fail with the Cowboys, it's kind of equivalent to like when he took Florida or Ohio State. It's a different level job. I'm not saying there won't be criticism. He obviously has the number one overall pick. But taking the Cowboys is probably the biggest high-profile job in America. Especially now, like the Yankees, like Aaron Boone. Managers in baseball don't matter. Basketball coaches, you know, like the days of being Phil Jackson, Pat Riley famous are over. So you, you could argue the Cowboys job is America's biggest job. 
right? Whatever soccer's biggest job is, you know, you guys, soccer aficionados, Man City, Chelsea, Barcelona, whatever that job is, is probably the Cowboys, which is crazy because they don't even win. But it is, we all agree, it's a high-profile job. Uh, started listening to you through Colin's feed before I found three and out. Appreciate that. Do you think that players in the NFL will start gaining the kind of influence and mobility that NBA players have? Will stars start forcing their way out of bad franchises to team up, team up and chase rings? I, I'd say you never say never. Uh, it's just different in football. Teams don't have to capitulate. Teams don't have to give in to your demands. In the NBA, when they ask you, they're like, I want to be traded. They're like, oh, where do you want us to trade you to? We'll do whatever you want. In the NFL, it's like, no, Aaron, you're not going anywhere. Like, see a training camp. So the NFL just operates a little bit differently. It's actually much healthier. Let's face it. The the NBA just constantly trading these guys is not great for business. A huge point of difference for the NFL has been players stay on their team for minimums eight, nine years, right? When a guy leaves in free agency, it's because the team chooses not to sign him. Now, every once in a while, Jamal Adams, Jalen Ramsey, they were on the worst two teams in the league. Like, I don't even think it was that crazy. I think the Khalil Mack thing was pretty nuts. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, I mean, I I don't think it'll get to that level. Also, the only people that are at that level are the quarterbacks. If I trade for Jamal Adams or Khalil Mack, that does not guarantee me anything. Now, if I trade for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Mahomes or Josh Allen, then I'm immediately good. But just because I trade, like, the Bears had a good roster, right? The Seattle was already a playoff team. Same with the Rams. So when they trade for those players, like, they were already good. Now, that you could argue the Bears, Khalil meant a lot. But Khalil was a very, very unique situation when he was traded. He didn't want to get traded. He just wanted his money. The Raiders, I just don't think he had any. Raider fans will be like, yes, they did, John. Mark Davis is rich. Okay, guys, sorry, he has money. I'm heading into my senior year of college and will be graduating with a degree in computer science. I love all things football. Do you see the football community in the future leveraging data and hiring someone, hiring more data analysts? And if so, do you have any recommendations about getting a foot in the door? Keep up the great work. What I did originally in college was just mail my resume to general managers and coaches. And I still think that is a process that will never get old. Now, you're competing with a lot of people to try to get their attention. A lot of emails get deleted. A lot of mail gets thrown away. But I I, I would play guerrilla marketing and just email, uh, whether it was general managers, whether it was contract negotiators, Every team is leading, leaning more into data, data analysis. So yeah, I just think I still have in this desk where I'm sitting right now, several letters from the Green Bay Packers. I have one for the Chicago Bears. Thank you for your recent inquiry regarding employment with the Chicago Bears. This is from 2006. Your interest in our organization is appreciated. However, We do not have anything at this time. I have one from the Packers. I have one from the Rams. I have one from the Giants. Let me read you one from the Giants. March 13th, 2007. God, that feels like a long time ago. I am in receipt of your inquiry regarding a position with the Giants. Unfortunately, we do not have any openings at this present time. We will keep your resume on file in the event 
a position becomes available. March 2007, I have the one from the Steelers. I have one from the Oregon Ducks. I mean, everyone was saying no. Three years later, I was in the NFL. I'll give John Mara credit. Signed it. John John K. Mara signed it. I talk some shit about John Mara, not because he's not a high-level guy, just because I'm more of an eagle, you know, than I am a giant, but I, I respect that. Everyone else printed signatures. He signed it personally. Maybe he had an assistant forge it, but but I, th- I think the overall takeaway is I am literally living proof. I didn't know one soul in the NFL. And you can relate this to any business you want to work into. Obviously, the NFL feels more untouchable than, say, like Google or Goldman Sachs or whatever just because it's like so public and these guys are, I guess, more famous. Maybe they just feel more famous in the world I live in, but... If you're in finance, the the finance guys feel famous. But I would say the NFL is probably a little different. I didn't know anybody. And it's not like I'm that smart. I just went to a state school. I had a business degree. And I just willed my way there. I was just relentless. Now, I didn't didn't know how to get there. But I ultimately found a way there. And if I can do it, I promise you. Some of you guys that DM me are more intelligent. Go to better schools. Probably, I'm sure, have better resumes. I mean, I, in college, I worked at a golf course, you know, if I can do it, so can you, that, that would be, if you really want to work in football, I'd be like, if middle golf can do it, I can do it too. Uh, I'm a Packer fan. And Aaron Rodgers situation is one glaring elephant in the room that I feel like isn't being discussed. In the case of an Aaron Rodgers trade, I feel like the Packers organization will favor getting players and picks over just picks. They still want to win the division with or without Rodgers. So the thing that confuses me is what team, who would actually trade for him, comes out of trading for Rodgers better than the Packers currently are now. Yeah, I mean, I I think ultimately the Denver Broncos would really want to trade for him. He's Aaron freaking Rodgers. So if that meant giving him a player and some draft picks, I think they wouldn't hesitate doing that. Now, it's kind of the NBA thing like, it's a really easy for all these teams to trade all these first-round picks for James Harden and not really give players. Because I don't. if I'm the Denver Broncos, it's like, I don't want to give you Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, and two first-round picks. I want those two guys with Aaron Rodgers. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I want those two guys with me. I want to trade picks. It's a tough situation. Honestly, it doesn't really make sense for the Packers to trade Aaron Rodgers. And it doesn't make that much sense for any of these other teams if they can't hold on to all their young, sweet offensive talent. What's the best way to go about getting in the sports industry? What major minor would help me? What other things should I be doing aside from getting a college education right now? Caleb, it looks like he's a football player. My, my recommendation would be, I, I think, just business degrees. Again, I, I can only speak for experience. I worked with guys from Harvard, I worked from guys that played in the played in college. I worked with guys that were political science majors. I personally think, unless you're going to build bridges, right? Or there are specific, you know, degrees, but I think a degree is pretty overrated. Like if you work in the NFL, it's not like remember what you learned sophomore year in college. They never ask you that. So it depends what you want to do in the sports industry. Do you want to sell tickets? Do you want to sell sponsorships? Do you want to evaluate players? 
Because if you want to evaluate players and work in the front office, your degree is irrelevant. Having a degree, I guess, is important. But what your actual degree is in is not. And I think the easiest way is to just do whatever humanly possible it is to make connections with people inside. And I was lucky once I got denied from all these places and I got to work at Fresno State, I got to meet all these people in the NFL. And Anthony Patch, who's still with the Eagles, was the guy that got me my interview. I got to meet Adam Peters, who's now the number two with the uh, with the 49ers. John Robinson used to come in. Now the general manager of the Tennessee Titans. You just These guys come through, a bunch of other scouts that are now assistant directors, college directors. Some are still scouting. Some like Robinson or GMs. So you just, you never know. But you got to find a way to get around those people. That would be my number one recommendation. You guys can do it. Because if, if I did it, I promise you anyone listening can do it. I, I, I promise you. Most homes I lived in, like my college roommates, I was always the dumbest guy there. Now, I was the most aggressive and relentless. My greatest skill, when I want something, I'm just relentless till I get it. But just in terms of like intellectual capacity, I, I, I was always a low test scorer. But if I fucking want something, it's my greatest strength. I will not stop until I get it. And I, you don't always get it, but I will get something. And that to me is like my number one quality in life as a uh, accomplisher. Because I, I can't, I'm not going to, I'll be the dumbest guy in the room. Most rooms like get step into. And it's just, I, I'm not saying that to try to like be humble or whatever. I'm just, I, I've been around some brilliant people. <laughs> I, I know like I don't have that in me. Now, maybe I've figured out a way to use my brain to my advantage, what little I have upstairs, but uh, be relentless. Whatever you want, be my number one life advice. Do not stop till you get it. And the way the world works is, you know, sometimes you think what you want, you don't end up getting, but you get, you know, what kind of works and it'll work out. Or you learn on your way there what you actually like and what you don't like. Like me, I'm doing this now. I who I didn't think I was going to be doing this a decade ago. You know, everything kind of happens for a reason as you just kind of plow through, uh, you know, your young adult life. I think I'm a young adult, I guess, at 36. So all you people in your 20s, you got so much sweet life to lead. Just stay skinny and just eat whatever you want in your 20s. Enjoy. Because uh, once you start pounding down cheeseburgers and, and Coors Lights in your mid-30s, you know, you, you wake up on Monday morning and you add five pounds. So just get ready for that. Good luck. Adios. See you later this week. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.